Hello. Kyle, I have something on my heart. And I wanted to share it with you all. Um, so, I just look at the things that are going on around us. I look at um, the, the, the city of New York. How they are they're putting people out of work because they're not getting vaccinated um, this is not first and foremost this is not about vaccinated and unvaccinated that's not my purpose of speaking of what I'm speaking of but what I wanted to share was that there is a, a, a reflection of things that are going to happen as we get closer to the second coming of Christ Jesus. There's a reflection of things to come. And what I mean is the, the things that are going on. So the reflection that I see is there was a mandate put into pray, put into place that says that if you're not vaccinated, you are a federal worker. You will. You will lose your job not that there's a chance not that there's a possibility but that you will lose your job and in fact the other day the mandate was given that all of these people would be fired and let go so as of right now there's hundreds probably thousands of medical workers across the state of New York who is out of work because they exercise their freedom of choice and in in this and to me what I see is like God himself doesn't force us to do anything true he gave us he gave us the Ten Commandments. And what the Ten Commandments are, they're, they're a moral law. Okay? They're a moral law. And he says, okay, this is my law. Right? These are my statues. And you follow this. Right? And if you don't follow this, then these are the consequences. These are the consequences. But not once has he said, well, okay, well, I'm going to force you to do it. Um, And so the reflection that I see is in the book of Revelations, the 13th chapter, there's, we're told of the mark of the beast starting at I'm gonna start at verse 11 chapter 13 of the book of Revelations starting at verse 11 
and it says then I saw another beast coming out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon so I know some of y'all might not be familiar with that particular speech so there's uh, a prophetic language that the Bible has and then there's a literal language that the Bible has and the way that my teacher taught this to me was if you're reading something in the Bible and it just sounds kind of (laughs) like unrealistic so to speak so like a, a lamb and a dragon right and it says then I saw two beasts coming out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon so when you read you come across a text like that then you know for sure that that is prophetic and the bible itself it, it, it breaks down these scriptures right and if you go into scripture you go into scripture scripture is so beautiful it decodes the bible decodes itself so so for like example um I'm kind of getting off topic here, but I just wanted to share this quick snippet, right? Quick, right? Just, just this, this small snippet. Um, you go to the verse right before chapter in chapter 13. You go to chapter 12, not the verse, the chapter before, and the verse, verse nine. It says in chapter 12, verse nine. So, so the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him so the dragon that this is speaking of is who satan so satan is the dragon all right just a little just a little decoding um and so the lamb if any you all read any of the gospels of Christ, you know that he's the lamb, right? But here's a, a scripture, here's a text for you in uh, John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the lamb of God, take away the sin of the world. That's once again, that is found in John chapter 1, verse 29. And those are just a couple texts to help us kind of just so you can kind of get an understanding, right? Um, Daniel chapter 7 tells you what the beast is, who the beast is. And in chapter 7, in, in the seventh chapter of Daniel, it refers to a beast as a, a kingdom or, 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 you know, a ruler or a power, you know. So when you think about a beast and the prophetic language, it's referring to a kingdom, you know, a ruler, you know, somebody in power. And let me start again. So then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and spake like a dragon and he exercised all authority 
of the first beast in his presence and he caused the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose daily wound was healed he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of man and he deceived those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword but who was wounded by the sword and lived <sighs> he was granted power to give birth to the image of the beast I'm sorry to give breath to the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed he caused both he caused all both small and great rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads and so what that means when it talks about receiving a mark on your hands and in your foreheads it's not a literal mark right what that refers to is what do you do with your hands you work with your hands so the things that you do with your hands right so you work you're working and you're working right so you're doing the works of the beast with your hands uh, and on your forehead you know what they call it the, the the frontal lobe right that's some some medical terminology scientific terminology you know your frontal lobe that's where all your thoughts are you know right here in your frontal lobe in your forehead and just a quick snippet of that you know it's talking about the worst with your hand and the things that you know that you're doing the things that you think of and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name right here is the wisdom let him who understanding let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for the number for it is the number of a man so it's the number of a man a beast the mark of the beast it's the number of a man it's the number of a man who's in power you know and it says this number is 666 right and we all know all these misconceptions about 666 666 is not about you know oh the devil oh, that's the devil roll or oh, the devil's coming you know it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a number it's a breakdown of a man and like I said he, it, it speaks in codes right so you have different um, you have some 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 Bible scholars have different opinions you know what that means but I was given a, a nice breakdown on you know the 666 which is you know what is it um if you count the numbers of the Pope's name, you know, what is it? The, the 
Pontus Maximus and you know it, it's it's a bunch of different bunch of different names that I was given and I do apologize because I don't exactly have those in front of me but I can and will get that information at a later time um, I don't want to dwell too much on that t- on that right now because the point that I'm trying to make is that at some given point in time the people of God is going to receive a mandate just like is is it was and is going on right now in the city of New York there's a mandate and people are told that if they don't get this vaccine and and, and, and let me let me clarify this no form in no form or no fashion am I comparing the vaccine with the mark of the beast because like I just tried to like I just clarified the mark of the beast is about a man and is dealing with the worship of a man and that beast that beast what I just told you and I share with you about a beast a beast means uh, a kingdom or, or, or rulership right it means somebody in power so to have the mark of the beast means that you're getting the mark or you're going along with this particular person and this this particular organization so to speak that's in power and you just going along with them right for your own personal reasons right you you you're, you're hungry and you you want to eat and they don't have this mandate that says if you don't go along with these people then you're not going to eat and you're not going to be able to feed your family right so that's what that's what this is about it's not about getting um a barcode written on your forehead or on your hands or anything like that it's not about being microchipped or anything like that it's about worship at the end of the day it's about worship I didn't, it's not nothing I make up. It's not nothing I made up. You know, it was all in scripture. It's all in the Bible. Um, but like right now, like I said, the, the reflection that we're getting at this moment is about if you don't go along with what we're telling you, then X, Y, and Z is going to happen. And what they're telling you is if you don't get the shot, I'm gonna fire you. We living in the time last year around this time, we were told that there was a shortage on hospital workers, uh, doctors, nurses, you know, nursing assistants, you know, so on and so forth. There was a shortage on these people. There were people coming out of retirement. You understand? There were people coming out of retirement. To help out with the cause. Now. They have a mandate. Saying that. If you are a medical worker. And you don't want to be vaccinated. Then you're going to lose your job. These are doctors and nurses. Why would. If this stuff 
that's a whole nother topic. I don't want to really go into that. But it kind of makes you think too, though, right? Just a side, just a side note. Why would a doctor and a nurse be against something that supposedly is going to save lives? You think about that on your own. That's you know, and you take some time. You think about that one. Um, and then I, I was just listening to the news, driving in to work this morning, and they were interviewing a police officer. I think they were he was in the state of Colorado and it might I don't know it might have been New York as well but they also have this mandate and once again you have a shortage on police there was a mandate stating that the police if if you police officer you federal workers federal workers if you're a police officer and you don't take this shot, you're gonna lose your job. We need police officers. I mean, at the beginning of this year, the beginning of the summer, they talked about how are you hearing on the on the news is how there's a shortage in police officers and how we need to get more police officers and how more police how all of these police officers we're stepping down and stepping away because of the political um, the political slash uh, the, the political climate that was going on last year right with defunding the police officers and black lives matters and the blue lives matter you know the black lives matter blue lives matter beef <laughs> um And so now, you know what? Where, where where are we left? Where are we going to be left? When you even think about that, that's another side note, right? Where are we going to be left if there's no more police to police, and there's more, no more doctors to doctor people? There's no more nurses to help the people. Where are we left? Who are we left to look to? The government. The government, we're supposed to get help from the government. The government, the government is not doctors. The government is not the police. The government is not nurses, you know? So there, 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 there's only one place you can truly look to and only one person, I apologize, Heavenly Father, you are not a person. There's only one to look to. And that's the, that's the Father in heaven. That's it, to turn to Jesus Christ, because in the end, that's that that's all the hope that we're gonna have. It's Jesus. And what what I see, and you can argue with me, you can disagree with me, but you are not gonna change my mind. What I see is a reflection of things to come. And it's interesting because I'm a student. I don't proclaim to be a scholar, but I'm a student of Bible prophecy. So that means I'm still learning myself. I call myself a student, right? Not a teacher, a student. Understand that part. I'm a student of Bible prophecy. And everything that I was taught and everything that I have an understanding of and one of the that I 
that I have understanding of. Let me let me finish that thought first. I see I see it happening. And see, we're 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 told. I was told. We were told in scripture. Okay, well, we don't know the time or day. Right? Nobody knows except for the Father in heaven. And you go into scripture, right? He didn't give us an exact date, but what he did was he gave us signs. And he told us that certain things would occur before the second coming. And with that thought in mind, right? Well my thought, well my thinking is like when people when people hear oh the second coming of Christ Jesus, oh the world coming to an end, it's like the Bible The Bible the Bible is a message of hope, is a message of love. And so saying that the world coming to an end is not like, oh, it's the end of all existence, but it's the end of the world as we know it. And you look around you when you think about this world as you know it, people are suffering. People are dying left and right. Every time I go on social media, I'm hearing about somebody being murdered or somebody dying from some illness. Every time, you know, I, 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 you you hear these stories, you listen to the news and they talk about the numbers of people dying from COVID. But the truth of the matter is people are dying from everything imaginable. I'm hearing about people dying from aneurysms, people dying from cancer, people being murdered, people dying in car accidents. These are the things that I'm hearing and seeing on my timeline. I'm not really saying and not trying to downplay the death of those who died from COVID because I know people who died from COVID. And I'm I survive. I'm a COVID survivor, so I do know how severe and how bad it it can get. And I, I'm not trying to downplay COVID by a long shot. I, I don't want to throw that message out there. Um, okay, time is running away from me, and I gotta get ready to go. But I just just want to just share this with you all that there is. A reflection of Bible prophecy and the things that are going on now and just a, another little small snippet um, there is <laughs> how they say one of my favorite I don't call her one of my she's a prophet everything I read of hers I, I can back it up with the Bible uh, and it can be backed up with the Bible. This woman is a prophet, Ellen G. White. And but the things that she wrote in her book, uh, in the book, The Great Controversy, it's not it's not even so much about prophecy. It's the fact that it's, it's, it's actually was history. Right. So in The Great Controversy, she talks about, you know, the siege of Jerusalem. And what happened in the siege is the people the people in the city were about to be taken over by uh, a particular kingdom right 
And for some reason, when they came, they were called back. Just a little short snippet. My time is running short. But if you read this book, and if you don't have access to this book, I can really get you this book. The book is called The Great Controversy. If you have a, a phone, you can download this, this thing on your phone for free. But it's called The Great Controversy. And she talks about the siege of Jerusalem, how they were given, right? They were given time. And, and what happened was, it, this is in your history books. You can go, probably go on, you can go on your laptop or your phone or whatever, your computer, PC, whatever you have at home, and you can Google this and look this up and read this yourself. You don't even have to read this in her book. But the siege of Jerusalem. And it talks about how God gave them a break when they first was about to get taken over by the Roman soldiers. You know, something happened, and it, and when they were getting ready to come and take over, they 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 end up getting called or whatever, and they left. And so some of the soldiers in Jerusalem went to chase after these people, or they thought that they won, but Jesus had told them what was going to happen when he was standing on the mount in Matthew chapter 24 he gave them the prophecy of what was going to happen and those who had remembered that prophecy took heed and they left the city because they knew what was going to come and others stayed and what happened was the enemies came back and when they came back it was horrific Right, these people, they were trapped in the city. You understand, they were trapped in the city by their enemies and couldn't leave. And these people were hungry. And a lot of horrific things happened that I can't really go into detail about because like I said, time is running away from me at the moment. Um, but let's just say, I believe that this is a mirror of that incident. And this is God's way of telling us that there's a siege getting ready to come. And we need to be prepared. And we need to take refuge in him. Because the time of trouble is coming upon us, bro. Like never before. And I really believe that. And I, my hope and my prayer to all of the people of God, I don't care what your denomination is. It's not about a denomination. It's about a relationship with God. And my hope and my prayer for all of the people of God is to get ready and stay ready. Peace out, y'all.